You are now listening to The Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome everyone to The Fighter Hayabusa Show. I am Mascara de Fuego. The show's up uh, a little late this time because I wanted to watch the um, the two uh, Road to Destruction shows, which um, I gotta say that Ishii Osprey versus the Golden Lovers match was was really, really solid. Um, I know it's early, but uh, that's definitely my uh, my match of the week. Um, really good match. Uh, Ishii just stood out as just like a true main eventer. It was really good. Um, the exchanges with Osprey and uh, Kota Bushi were, were just just dead on and on point. They were really good. So I definitely suggest watching that that match for sure. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> those shows are hard to hard to critique. I mean, they're really good. And um, uh, the first night I watched the uh, the entire show. The second one I hadn't watched all the show just yet. But um, yeah, just quality matches. Can't really complain about any of that. Um, so let's move on to the news here. Um, WWE has announced that there will be a second season of the mixed match challenge. Um. Yeah, you know, it's funny because this show was really, um, it really caught fire at the beginning just because they were just kind of like decent house show matches. Um, things kind of tapered off towards the end, but, um, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, it, it does kind of catch that vibe that it had at the beginning where, you know, they're just decent matches, you know, some comedy bits, some, you know, very basic storylines, but at the end of the day, just away from the, you know, the typical BS that is Monday and Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'll check it out. It starts um, September 18th on Facebook Watch at 10 p.m. Pacific time. So it'll be a late show. Um, I'm sure that 205 Live will end up getting abridged. Why that they haven't moved that show to, like, before SmackDown, uh, just kind of to get the, the show started right is beyond me, but... I'm sure that we'll get an abridged version of that show until uh, until this is done. the The teams are Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman, who are coming back as a team from last last season. Uh, you can find songs by Braun Strowman. That's my uh, Alexa. Cancel. It's the problem with saying Bliss's name when you have a uh, an Amazon device, as I'll call it. <laughs> The uh the other returning team is Oscar versus the Miz, uh, Lana versus or Lana and Rusev, um, Naomi and Jimmy Uso, a different team with Finn Balor and Bailey, Sasha Banks and Bobby Lashley, R Truth and Carmella, Alicia Fox and Jinder Mahal. Okay, uh, AJ Styles and Charlotte Flair, which should be a pretty solid team, and Kevin o- Owens and Natalya should be pretty dope too. Um, like I said, it'll start on September 18th after SmackDown. Let's see. It looks like All In packed them in. They had 11,263 fans um, in the Sears Center, which is impressive. Um, with All In and the StarCast, Fight TV pulled in about a million dollars in iPay-Per-View sales, which is just insane. Um that works to about two thousand or twenty thousand to twenty five 
um, thousand eye pay per view buys between both events. Um, that you know they don't include the pay per view buys on that, but I'm sure that between Honor Club, New Japan World, and uh, and regular pay per view, I'm sure that they did pretty, pretty sweet. I also watched the uh, this week's being the elite, which was great behind the scenes look at all in. It was a it was a pretty good uh, accompaniment to the show and. You know, it was probably about 45 minutes, and they kind of did the whole, um, they kind of showed, for the most part in its entirety, like after the show went off the air, and the the guys just on the mic, which is really good. Nobody left, everybody was watching it, it was, it was, it was a really good piece, I suggest watching it as a, uh, an accompany, accompaniment piece. Um, here, let's move on to Raw here, um. You know, I enjoyed the exchange with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, although I'm not that excited for another Hunter and uh, Taker match. Um, you know, we thought, me and Puma thought when we went to Miami that we would have, that we saw that last match because it was a quote-unquote end-of-an-era match. But uh, I guess not. Also, this feels like we're building towards a Michaels-Taker match, which we're not getting, right? Um... I don't know. I, I'm. I kind of like that Sean had retired with the Taker with the Taker match, and just hasn't really come back. But I don't know. After Monday, it was very strange. Um. You know, Shawn Michaels is like my favorite all-time wrestler behind Ric Flair, but you know, like Flair, I don't. I want. I don't want to see Sean back in the ring. Um, could he p- pull it off? You know, possibly. But I think leaving things, like I said, where he did with with Taker was a perfect send-off. Drake Maverick is now the manager of the AOP and looks like an action figure of an AOP because he was wearing the same gear, which looked goofy as fuck. Um, I didn't like it. I know that I've watched him on Twitter kind of defend the whole look, and I, I don't like it. I think the kid dresses sharp and in, in his suits, and I think they should just leave it like that. It does look like he'll be doing double duty uh, with managing that team and still being the uh, GM of 205 Live. We'll see how long that lasts, you know, especially since he's playing two different characters, essentially, kind of a heel on Raw and, you know, a pretty decent, you know, face um, and is the face of 205 Live. Uh, Once again, another waste of a quitting angle. Kevin Owens quits, then comes back to feud with Bobby Lashley, so... Fuck. Yeah, I just, I hate that they just kind of just use the quitting angle or the retirement angle so loosely. It just, like, why am I getting invested in this when I know it's only going to last? You know, I figured Kevin Owens, you know, I think I said it last week that he'd be back, you know. It wouldn't surprise me if he was back the next week, and he was. Um, You know, at the end of the show, um, the Shield get jumped by, you know, new best buds, Ziggler, McIntyre, and Braun Strowman. Plus the you know heel roster on Raw, um, this beatdown continues until the show goes off the air. But I I gotta ask like, if Strowman is a heel now, why didn't he not cash in, cash in his money in the bank briefcase after the Shield was laid laid off laid out? Like that just didn't make sense to me. The <laughs> if he's a heel, you know, and I I understand that he turned in his briefcase to uh, what's his nuts Baron Corbin, but come on man like that would have been a perfect heel move for him to just um, 
cash in right there. So, I don't know, just kind of a bleh, um, raw for me. All right, on to SmackDown. You know, we got Cien Caras and... Uh, Cien Caras? Cien Almas uh, and Daniel Bryan again, um, which was a good opening to the show. Um, they had one little miscue, but other otherwise I thought it was a you know good match. I like watching these two together, and I think the more that we get it, the more... Um, They'll build into like a solid, just fucking dope match. Um, I like the uh, Becky and Charlotte um, build up, and the fact that they decided to not go all full heel with Becky. This role right now is great for her, and and is working. So I don't give a you know I don't give a fuck what they were trying to do. This is working, so please don't fuck with it. Um, you know I'm I'm bummed by the fact that. Asuka isn't more focused on. Yeah, I get that, you know, at least she's back on TV saving Naomi, you know. But by proxy, you know, setting up the tag team match with the Iconics. But, damn, there's just a disconnect right now, and I hate it. Like, she was the dopest on NXT, and they've just, I don't know, like, it just seemed like easy booking to me. But I, I maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyhow, I thought the uh, the whole leaving arena back and forth between Brian, Bree, Miz, and Maurice was a little goofy. Um, whatever. Um, the main event was a good tag team match. I thought, um, you know, pretty average show for the most part for me. I you know enjoyed it better than Raw, but you know, usually SmackDown's decent, at least better. But yeah, I was just kind of like meh to both shows. Um, you know, uh, moving on to NXT, uh, you know, they had Cassius Ono beat Kona Reeves. I was kind of surprised but glad that they went this route. After the match, Ono cuts a promo on, you know, basically killing anybody who comes up with some buzz. Um, so maybe they're doing some refocusing with him, which will be cool. Um, we finally got the Forgotten Sons uh, debuting, although, you know, wasn't anything to write home about. They beat the Street Profits when the Mighty got involved for the distraction. Um, but in two weeks, we are getting Ricochet versus Pete Dunne, which, fuck, man, that's going to be so dope. Um, what else did we have? Oh, my God. So, <laughs> motherfucking Kari Sane had a treasure treasure chest that had the NXT Women's title in it with gold coins. Like, that shit just looks so dope on the stage. Like, fucking pirate opening up her treasure and her fucking titles in it. Um, she took on Trisha Dora, and, you know, pretty quick match, uh, finished her off with the elbow off the top, um, after the match, Shayna comes out and pushes, pushes over the chest, uh, before both go at it, so we're getting, we're definitely getting more matches between the two, and look, I mean, I, I enjoy these two working together, so I have no problem with this. The, uh, the main event was the Velveteen Dream taking on Johnny Gargano. You know, Dream teased Johnny, calling him failure. Uh, this was a really good back-and-forth match, and it was my match of the week until the Golden Lovers Ishii and Osprey match. Um, the Dream Valley driver put away Johnny, who was kind of playing this, like, tortured role during the match. Um, after the match, we got chance of Johnny wrestling, Johnny failure. Um, so they're still building off of that. Overall, a pretty enjoyable NXT. Um, then we finally got the Mae Young Classic. 
Um, you know, most of the matches were pretty standard. Uh, Killer Kelly and uh, Miyuko uh, Satomura I thought was good. Um, and definitely the best, the best out of those four matches that night. Um, I'm hoping Satomura moves uh, moves at least to the semifinals of the uh, tournament. Um, let's see what else I got here. Uh, on my last piece of all-in news, um, theringer.com wrote a, a, a piece on all-in and the Bucks and Cody, which is definitely worth a read, so I would definitely check that out. If you just go to theringer.com, solid piece. Um, other than that, you know, that's about it. We're, we're still building towards three different shows on WWE, and we're building up to the Destruction shows on uh, with New Japan. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Hope you guys are still listening and enjoying the show. Um, thank you guys for listening, seriously. Um, until later this week, I am Mascara de Fuego. Thanks for listening.